0: kate here and welcome back to smart Everyday. happy new year and i hope you had an enjoyable holiday world news it's been a tragic start to 2024 in japan where they have suffered an earthquake the earthquake hit on new year's day with a magnitude of 7.6 and they are on alert for aftershocks the epicenter was the noto peninsula in the center of japan at least 64 people were killed. Homes collapsed, buildings caught fire, and roads were damaged. In the coastal city of Suzu, 90% of homes were completely or nearly completely destroyed. Fortunately, a major tsunami warning was later downgraded, but it brought back terrible memories of the 2011 earthquake and tsunami that killed 18,000 people. In an unrelated incident the following day, a Japan Airlines plane caught fire as it collided with a Coast Guard plane. Five people on the Coast Guard plane were killed, but thanks to the quick and calm actions of crew and passengers, all 379 people on the Japan Airlines plane escaped. Japan's location on the Pacific Ring of Fire, where many tectonic plates meet, means it's one of the most seismically active countries in the world. For this reason, they have one of the most sophisticated tsunami warning systems. Business news. Elon Musk is in trouble again, this time for unlawfully firing eight staff from SpaceX who criticised him. A US labour agency sent a letter to the company's executives saying Musk was a distraction and embarrassment, according to Reuters news agency. In the letter, they advocated for better working conditions and they were interrogated before being sacked from the firm. They also mentioned a series of tweets Musk had made, many of which were sexually suggestive. A court hearing has been set for early March where the case will be heard by a judge and then a federal appeals court. That is, if SpaceX doesn't settle the case first. If labour laws have been violated, workers can be reinstated and backpaid. This is just the latest in a string of employee rights issues related to Musk's various companies. In October, X, formerly known as Twitter, was accused of illegally dismissing an employee who challenged the return to office policy. Tesla has also faced allegations of race discrimination. X has lost 71% of its share value since it was bought by Musk. Karma, maybe? Entertainment now. A few episodes ago, I talked about the beginning of The End of The Crown, the Netflix series about the British royal family. During the Christmas break, I watched the final episodes and felt I'd wasted a few hours of my life I'd never get back. The artistic licence that Netflix gave to the end of the series, in my opinion, really cheapened it. It deals with the rise and fall of Tony Blair as the British Prime Minister, the Queen having bizarre conversations with her younger self, the inquiry into the death of Princess Diana following calls from the public and Mohammed Al-Fayed, Charles' wedding to Camilla, William falling in love with Kate, etc. It was a bit of a confusing mess, trying to cram in as much glamour as possible to finish the series. Also available on Netflix is a much more entertaining comedy satire called The Windsors. It's filmed in the style of a completely over-the-top soap opera. It includes some of the lesser-known royals, namely Fergie, Eugenie and Beatrice, with hilarious posh accents, and a very orange Donald Trump. If you want my advice, forget the crown and opt for the Windsors instead. Sport. As we kick off the new year, let's have a look at the sporting calendar for 2024, where it's all going to be happening in Europe. Euro 2024 takes place in Germany from mid-June, and England and France are currently joint favourites to win at 7-2, followed by hosts Germany. The Tour de France starts at the end of June with a very tough route, beginning in my town of Florence for the first time in history. The 33rd Olympic Games will open in Paris at the end of July and run through mid-August. It will feature a new sport called breaking, which is a competitive form of breakdancing, as well as sport climbing, skateboarding and surfing. The Paralympic Games will follow from the end of August. There will be two cricket T20 World Cups, the men's in June and the women's in September and October. Does anyone actually watch cricket? Before all of that, we've got the Tennis Australian Open this month and the Rugby Six Nations from early February. I don't know about you, but all this talk of sport is exhausting me. I need a lie down. Self-development. On the 15th of January, it's Blue Monday, the name given to what is considered the most depressing day of the year for various reasons. This is when people abandon their New Year's resolutions, have to face their credit card bills from Christmas, it's cold, there's little sun, and payday seems like an eternity away. Added to all that, it's a Monday. So how can we stay happy and healthy in January while we're waiting for spring to arrive? Well, first of all, winterize your routine. Add little things to your day, like throwing open the shutters first thing to let the sun in, going for coffee mid-morning. Try and get some daylight in the morning or at lunchtime by going for a walk or a run. You could even wrap up warm and eat lunch outdoors. Keep your sleep patterns regular. It can be tempting to lie in at the weekends, but changing your sleep schedule can have negative effects on your health, including hypertension, depression, headaches, heart disease and diabetes. Stay connected with people you care about. It's tempting to hibernate in the warmth, but it can lead to feelings of disconnectedness. Make time to play and laugh. Be a child. Do something just for the sheer pleasure of it. This will help you beat stress. Take on a new project. Read a book, take up a new hobby or sport, clear out the cupboard you've been meaning to tackle, write a journal or a short story, bake, spruce up your home, get your creative juices flowing, go freshwater swimming, aim to try a new restaurant or coffee shop every week and rediscover your neighbourhood, create some mood lighting with candles or an essential oil diffuser. We can learn a lot from the Scandinavians about embracing the winter. We've talked about huga and fika in past episodes, where they enjoy small daily rituals to break up the days. The point is that we shouldn't wish away the winter, we should enjoy and appreciate it. So that's all from Smart Herody for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on the Super Brian app, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.